Welcome to a raw perspective, a fresh point of view. I'm your host, Richard Anthony Wallace. Another edition in the bubble. I am currently somewhat stuffed up due to allergies. Who would have thought that I would be able to have allergies during this time and season? It doesn't matter what I do or where I go. It always finds me. So yeah, uh, dealing with my allergies. Um, try not to sound too stepped up, but I am. I am hanging in there. Hopefully, you are hanging in there as well during this pandemic that we are still in. But people are not still doing pandemic-y things. I just want to know, am I the only one that's still wearing a mask? Am I the only one that's still, you know, staying at home, trying to make sure that this shit is over, or did everybody just say, screw it, and be on their merry way? Uh, I, I just want to know. <laughs> uh, I, I, I just ultimately want to know. Uh, but, as of today, and when this drops, so Sunday, we will have been on quarantine for 156 days. That's five months, that's 22 weeks. If you want to get down to the nitty gritty, that's 3,712 hours. Currently, what I'm doing right now is looking at this application. So that's 200,222 776 minutes and uh <laughs> yeah that's 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 a lot um, a lot of time to be isolated uh, away from it all and trying to keep your mental sanity during this pandemic so what have I been doing to cope with this 156 days of being in my home. Well, let's start from the beginning. If you didn't know, I had the privilege of actually traveling before the pandemic became, oh shit, this is actually really serious. I was in the midst of it all. I was over in France, kicking it. London, London, England, Paris, France. That's, that's where I was prior because we had a very early spring break. And I wanted to go visit people that I cared about. And I came back fine. I didn't wear a mask. I was taking the Eurostar, which is the underground train that they have that gets you. It's a bullet train from London to Paris. I, I did that. I was outside. I was kicking it. Surrounded by so many people. Come back, start hearing these stories of one, maybe two people getting impacted by the COVID-19 outbreak. Going to work, people are being impacted by the COVID-19. And our office was stating what are some of the contingency plans that we need to do to go remote. A couple of my colleagues were feeling unsafe after hearing what was transpiring over in Italy. 
with their major outbreaks. And I was in charge of getting our team solely remote. That was how my initial beginning happened with this pandemic. And I got our team all remote access with the help of our IT team to make sure that we were ready to go remote. And I believe that Friday, which was, I believe, March 13th. Yeah, Friday the 13th. Who would have thought? Um, we decided that we were not going to be coming in. We, we didn't know how long it was going to take. So I left all of my stuff as far as stuff on the desk at my place of work. And I haven't been there ever since. Uh, so I was I was anticipating, all right, we're going to have this under control. I can at least go visit my brother in Atlanta for two weeks. But no, they shut the shit down. <laughs> they literally, it's like, no, we are on lockdown. It's like, whoa, what is this? Um, the, the world was was wow it was it was yeah nothing was transpiring in the state of illinois gas was i believe a dollar 97 the first time ever since i believe the early 2000s or something like that i don't i don't remember but yeah this was the first time i paid gas under uh two dollars a gallon which which was which was mind-blowing to me um I was also in the midst of moving away from my place of residence in Chicago. I had told my roommate early February that I was moving, like, March, end of March. And that got expedited very quickly um, because of the pandemic. Uh, So I moved all my shit out that Friday. I told my mom, like, hey, I was moving. I was moving back home regardless during the pan before the pandemic was happening i just wanted to you know make sure that my mother was okay and help her out in any way i can so i was gonna commute to my job for the time being uh and refigure shit out but the pandemic actually helped me with that and moved in with my mother during that weekend left my roommate hanging uh, but he, he knew well in advance. I just didn't just say, Hey, I'm gone. I said, Nope. It was time to move away. I was overpaying for a space that I could have got on my own, but Hey, it is what it is. Um, and we move forward from there. So I moved back home, uh, move all my shit into the garage. So that's where all my stuff from my my space in my apartment was. And it's been there ever since. So it's been there for 155 days. Uh, moving back home was very interesting and challenging at the same time. Yes, I have known my mother since, hell, the inception of who I was when I had consciousness. Uh, I've been with her, actually, technically, her entire life. <laughs> so... Uh, Moving in as a grown-ass man at the time, 29 years of age, you know, it was a, a, a challenging, humbling experience. 
I wasn't going to be going anywhere rent free. So I wanted to at least help with utilities and any other financial assistance that I could be to my mother because my mother hasn't been working during this pandemic because she is in the beauty industry. And within the beauty industry, that's weddings, commercial, um, that being in the beauty industry, it, it got severely impacted as well. Numerous different things got impacted. I'll tell you how mind-blowing this was when I was in this pandemic situation. I actually went to the last Bulls game before the whole thing got shut down. I, I actually saw the Bulls win. Uh, and there was nobody in the stadium. Well, there was nobody in the stadium anyway because it's the Bulls. Uh, but I was able to... <laughs> go to the Bulls game before this whole pandemic came about but yeah moving back home has been probably one of the most humbling and challenging experiences because uh, sometimes I don't know when my mom is serious and when she's playing because she doesn't inflect her voice on when she's serious and playing so I'm always assuming that she's serious all the time um and that shit used to fly when I was a kid, but now as an adult, it's like, all right, I don't know how to take you because I don't want to step on anybody's toes or when I still love my mother, love her, love her to death. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm, I'm helping out in the best way I can. But sometimes the challenge of living with an individual, um, it, it, it is challenging. For example, if I'm in a space, then she comes, it's like, this is my space. Okay, I'm going to go move. I will move downstairs. And then comes downstairs. This is my space. I'm like, okay, so where can I go? So that that's a challenge navigating those waters as well. Um, but I'm... I'll say that, you know, being with my mom, it, I guess it's a, a sign of peace and, and comfort because if she isn't fussing and yelling at anybody, uh, then I know something's wrong. As dysfunctional as that sounds, I know that she's good when she is fussing and yelling at me when I am taking that sort of verbal abuse, whether she's playing or not. Um, I know that she is in a good place uh, for the predicament that she's in. Yes. I mean, I look at it this way during this pandemic, being at home with my mom working remotely. I still have, I'm still grateful for, for my position. Very grateful. Very, very grateful. Cause I know a lot of people have lost their jobs, um, during, during the span of time, been furloughed, been laid off. And we are, in today's time, 156 days later, where our government, particularly our senators, have taken a three-week vacation when there's no um, coronavirus relief for the, their citizens. And then you got other countries that have banned American citizens because we have not done right on anything that we've done, particularly our neighbors up north, Canada, uh, 
you want to see some xenophobia, look at the Canadian, like, Twitter from their news outlet. Man, they are going in on us. And I don't blame them. We haven't done what we were supposed to do. Uh, we have an administration that stated that this will all go away when, when, it's, when the heat comes. <laughs> I'm... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is all going to go away. It's still here. And then as time progressed, I would I want to say sometime in May, people are like, all right, well, fuck it. We're just going to, you know, open shit back up and be on our merry way. Yeah, so going from that, it, it just goes to show that I guess the... American people, it's like, all right, we're just going to roll with the punches. I mean, currently, there is no mask mandate, I believe, only indoors, in grocery stores. Here in the state of Illinois in particular, there's there's a mask mandate. You must wear a mask when you go into the grocery stores or any inside facility. But outside, if there's, like, like outdoor dining and whatnot, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's still, you know, a, a risk. Going to restaurants, outdoors still. They say that talking produces more droplets when you are are speaking towards friends. And yeah, I mean, I, I want to you know, go out and, and have a good time. I do not want to be cooped up in, in the house. And people are like, why don't you then? It's like, shoot, you're still young. You can do what you want to do. Uh... Newsflash, I have my mother, who has underlying health conditions, um, and I don't want to compromise her because I've already lost one parent, not trying to lose another parent during a pandemic where you can't even have a decent funeral. You can't even have people come to a funeral if you pass away. It's, they have to do it virtually. That's so sad, when, especially individuals that have passed away, particularly in the United States, over 165,000 Americans have died from this in a span of five months. That that just blows my mind. Like, 165,000 people have died in, in five months. That is 33,000 people a month dying. That is small town after small town after small town after small town. And living in this bubble, man, it just makes you question, makes you think. It's like, do we even care? Are we just hoping that we can just get this this vaccine that apparently Russia has? I think that shit is just vodka that they just infusing in people's veins. That's, that was the meme that I kept seeing, like vodka just being infused in people's veins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to take time, and then we're not going to go back to normal after that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not. I mean, we got to... We got to do our part, but we're not. We're, we're sending kids back to school, children back to school. And if have you seen kids? Kids are petri dishes. 
and then those institutions that did open up, my institution didn't open up, um, which is good and bad. I mean, good because we're not spreading anything, but bad for individuals that work in like residence life. They are are struggling. I don't know if they've been furloughed or not, but their capacity of work has gone away. That's sad. And then you're wanting college football to happen, professional football, putting these people's lives at risk. Particularly on the college level. That's that's sad. Um, it's it's hard. That's that's all I'm gonna say. It's hard. It's challenging. I understand people want to go back to a, a sense of normalcy. I know people want to travel. I know people want to go on vacation without any worry or any fear of going somewhere, risking your life, self quarantining. Those are the challenges that we deal with today. It is really really challenging really really frustrating like i want to go i want to go places i'm i mean i would love to travel again i got people i need to see when this is over um so what what have i been doing with my life in the bubble besides you know bonding with my mom as challenge the challenges that we we endure together <laughs> but one of the things that we're doing is what, what what are we doing like my mom has take up like she has thousands of plants i feel in this house she is a plant mom literally there are plants everywhere and i'm just like why why are there so many plants so many plants and then she started crocheting knitting crocheting something so that is her hobby right now as for me what have i been doing during this bubble this pandemic i've been speaking to my therapist um said that he would listen to my podcast um just a shout out to you man but the things that I've been doing, speaking to my therapist, I realized that today, like well, like two two weeks ago, that like my insurance was covering my my therapy sessions, which was great. I was like, whoa, like why aren't they charging my card? And it's like, whoa, that's great. But yeah, still still dealing with the grief of my father. It's never gonna go away. Um. In the beginning of the pandemic, I redid my resume, added my new job responsibilities, made a whole master resume, did all of that. I bought a Nintendo Switch Lite where I got Mario Kart and Animal Crossing. I think Animal Crossing was the best thing that had happened during a pandemic where people can just create and do whatever with their little little town with their animals around so i've been playing that um everybody's island is better than my island because they're more creative than i am i don't have the the means and ability to uh destroy my island or terraform my island i'm just too afraid to do that so i've just left it alone another thing that i have done is i got a certificate in IT support specialists 
through Google, through Coursera. Highly recommend it. Um, I was going to do the CompTIA one because I was thinking about switching careers, but I feel like I still have a passion for higher education. It will still be in the back burner, the, um, the TIA certificate. I'll do that one day. But today is not that day. I've also, what have I also done? I have also been doing these podcasts. If you're listening to them, that's great. I appreciate you. If you haven't, oh well, you're not going to listen to this anyway. Uh, so I've been doing that. Uh, been reaching out to different institutions abroad. Talking with, with colleagues over there. Seeing like what is their system. So shout out to Miyaka for, for assisting with that. Much love to you. Uh, taking my cold LinkedIn uh, message and connecting me with different people. So thank you so much for that. What else have I been doing uh, during this pandemic? I've been working out. I can say that. Ever since I turned 30, I've been consistently working out five times a week. I see a little progress because I still eat crap. That's another thing I've been doing during the pandemic. It's been eating crap. If I were just to cut the crap out of my my diet, I would definitely lose even more weight. But I've I've been slimming down, doing resistant man workouts Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday. I do a jump rope workout, and then during the weekends I chill. Um, been playing some video games. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's been pretty much it. And working, doing our our deadlines and, and whatnot. But nothing too egregious. I guess watching basketball, watching pro wrestling, watching some Netflix and Hulu series. That's that's pretty much it. Ain't, ain't nothing really popping on there, but... That is my life in the bubble. Hopefully I can, can burst the bubble one day and, and get out of this. And and live my life. Live my life. I'm 30 years old and I am still at home with my mama. <laughs> but I've been saving my money too. Because ain't nothing really to buy. I mean, I, my, my major purchases have been... Animal Crossing, Nintendo Switch Lite, some resistant bands, jump rope, and then I guess the Ghost of Tsushima because I wanted to play that video game. But other than that, I've been saving, 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 saving. Yeah. Uh, what am I talking about next week? I'm going to go revisit about voting because there's been certain things that I've seen in the social media, particularly Twitter. Talking about how they're not going to vote for for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris because of records and history. And I want to address all that shit um, next week. So it will be a political rant on on the state. Well, not the fate of the United States, but about voting again. It's going to be called Voting Revisiting. Or it should be like, please fucking vote, part two. But voting, revisiting, 
So that's going to be the next topic. If you haven't done so already, you can follow me on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Perspective. Be greatly appreciated. If you wanted to donate to this cause, please do so um, by clicking the link below. Um, it does cost a little bit of money to upkeep this website, these podcasts. Everybody's got to get their coin here. But until next time, my name is Richard Anthony Wallace. This is a raw perspective. Peace.